I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Without further ado, Kristen Shelton joins us here on 98.7 ESPN to talk all things Rangers. Kristen, thanks for joining us again. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Thrilled to have you on. Uh, you know, one thing that we do know about this series is, uh, is you know, both goaltenders have been exceptional, over 92% uh, save rate, and, uh, and, and defense has been great as well. I mean, the under really has been paying off in every single game in this series. Uh, talk about what, what you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're expecting more of that tonight here in New York, right? Well, I, I would think that the way the series has gone, I, I don't see them changing the recipe now for game six on, on either side, really. I mean, this has been such a tight series. There's been so much back and forth, so much, uh, you know, intensity. And you've had the, the you know, the one goal games. You've had the games that are tight right to the end. Uh, and there's just been so much, uh, I think, that we've seen throughout this series that's hinged on, as you say, great goal tending, great defense. Um, and just the ability of these players to handle the ebbs and flows of a game. I mean, we talk about all the time, you know, high scoring series or, uh, you know, trading goals, but it's actually mentally, I think, tougher sometimes to be in those low scoring games where you know that at any moment, you know, there's going to be one breakthrough goal that can ultimately decide things. And that's kind of how it's been in this series where, uh, you know, they've, they've taken their time and feeling each other out and then you're getting these great saves and the defenses have really come through, but offensively it's felt a little bit more hesitant. And I would think tonight, this is when the Rangers really have to just put the pedal to the metal up front, really um, test Carolina early offensively and, and just not play scared just really fire the puck on, on Antti Randall. Like just, just put everything that you've got on him because he has been so good in this series, but there's always that chance, right? Whereas this is when you're going home, you don't want to look back and think, oh man, you know, we didn't test him enough. We didn't challenge him enough. He's clearly their best player in this series. So um, if, if you're the Rangers tonight, you've just got to be thinking those first 10 minutes, it, it should just be uh, an offensive fest of just, testing Ranta as much as possible and really getting that tone set for the rest of the night. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, I mean, listen, the only way a puck's going to go in, in the net is, uh, is, is taking more and more shots. The Rangers only had 15 shots at the net the last game. Gallant came out and, and spoke to the media and said that it was, uh, you know, one of their worst performances of the season. And he sounded really disappointed. Uh, here's my question to you. And, and I would imagine that the media have asked the Carolina Panthers this, you know, this was a team that they were tied in the NHL for the lead in most regular season road wins. 
So what what gives now in the postseason? I, I mean, could it be that now the cream has risen to the top? Obviously, they're playing the best of the best. But what what is it that when they hit the road, they are not the same team that they are at home? Uh, like like besides the home crowd and the energy and all that, like have have they given any more insight and reason why they're struggling on the road like they are? You know, in they haven't specifically, and in my experience, it's just one of those things where once something starts to become a trend, especially in the postseason, it just gets in it just gets in your head somehow. It's it's because you know we know that athletes are creatures of habit. We know that they rely so much on routine, and it's almost like a weird extension of that, where something works for you or doesn't work for you and you just kind of go with it and it becomes a part of the fabric of what you believe about yourself and about your team and, and, you know, how much it manifests. I think from game to game, obviously is, uh, it's strange in this series, how Carolina really looks so different on the road. They look so much more um, hesitant. They look like they, they're not as engaged. There's just so much about being away from home that they just don't seem to be able to carry that same energy uh, into their their home game or sorry into their road games but I really think there was just something that that started in that series against Boston they could just feel that they were better at home and then they didn't have the same um, you know they didn't have that same success on the road and then it just becomes a part of your narrative as a team and, and it's unconscious you don't mean for it to be that way it's just you think in your mind you know this is how it is we're not as good and uh, you try to tell yourself that's not the case but I, I think it's just a little bit of that mental uh, that mental hurdle and you know luckily for them I guess they've got to, they've still got a chance to take this back to um, you know back to Raleigh for game seven but if you're the Rangers I mean you just not only you know given what what tonight is and it's such an important game but they know that they're you know they get this to game seven they're gonna have to beat Carolina uh, at home, and, and obviously no one's been able to do that yet in the postseason. But when it comes to, you know, the Hurricanes, if they have any kind of, you know, mental block to playing on the road, that's where for the Rangers you've got to just make them uncomfortable early on tonight and make sure that you're really setting that tone being at home uh, and letting them know that, uh, you know, this is not going to be the night where they break that streak of uh, no road wins in the playoffs. You know, you, you talk about the mental aspect, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on that, right? That um, the Rangers knowing that this is do or die. They lose seasons over, and then, of course, the Canes get ready for the Lightning. The, the Rangers are 3-0 and in elimination games. And again, they're home. We just spent the last three minutes talking about, you know, home and, and home ice and, and, and how Canes have been struggling. But also, do you think mentally in the back of their head, sense of urgency again rangers know this is do or die when you advance lose you're you're off you're golfing tomorrow you know tomorrow morning uh, for the canes they're like you know what we lose here we, we still we dominate on home ice so do, going in you, you just kind of getting the sense of the sense of urgency is is going to be on the side of the rangers tonight yeah, I think that you can look at urgency from both sides and you can say yeah there's an urgency obviously on the part of uh, New York to obviously extend the series and, and they don't want to go home tonight. But then there's also urgency from, I think, Carolina because you think about the Lightning, they've been sitting around for several days now and they're just resting and they're already the two-time champs. So if you're Carolina, do you really want to, you know, have to go 
play this game tonight, go back, have a day off tomorrow, or a day between games, and then play another game. And then you're going to have to roll right into that series against the Lightning, who have been waiting, rested for, you know, however many days by that point. So there's urgency on their part, too, to really, if they're going to, you know, get this done, let's do it, and, and let's get ready for what's coming. Let's try to get a little bit of rest here. Um, and, and I do think that there's, um, you know, that's something that New York's going to have to be ready for, is there's going to be pushback from... We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Carolina as well. They have, uh, you know, a vested interest in, um, you know, kind of getting things moving along here too. So uh, at the end of the day, the Rangers can only control what they can control, and that's honestly the biggest cliche, but it's so true in, in these elimination games. And they've been here before. They've climbed the mountain. I think they had, what, 27 come from behind victories in the regular season, which is a ton. They were that team that was just never out of it, and they're not out of it now. Um, Carolina's a good team, but New York's a good team too. And I think when it comes to urgency, you want to play urgent, but you don't want to play too desperate. You don't want to play so desperate that you're getting away from your game plan or you're not – you know, focusing on the things that have made you a successful team. Like, just play the way that got you here and, you know, mix in that that sense of, hey, it is do or die, but we know how to manage these moments because we've done it before. We've been in these shoes. It's not something that is new to this group. And I think that's where they do hold the edge over Carolina is that, you know, when you can't manufacture that ability to, um, you know, to be able to come through in these pivotal moments and to capture these victories that are the hardest ones to get. And the final win of a series is always the hardest one. So it's, I think the, the um, pressure is probably more on Carolina in that sense than it is on New York. And New York should just go into the game and, and just think, hey, you know what, we got nothing to lose. So I may as well leave it all on the ice because, you know, there's no tomorrow unless we create it for ourselves. I like it. Before I ask you about the uh, the Avalanche uh, win over the Blues last night, um, whoever does win this series advances and take, takes on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Lightning sitting back, of course, watching to see how this, this series develops. What, what do you think is the better matchup for the Lightning? Who, who do you think they are rooting for to advance, the Rangers or the Canes? Hmm. That's an interesting question because I think with the Lightning – this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I mean, you talk about great goaltenders. I think that the uh, the Lightning would probably, from a goaltending perspective, knowing how much Andre Vasilevsky has meant to them, they'd probably like to avoid Igor Shesterkin. They'd probably be thinking, hey, you know, nothing against Antti who has been absolutely fabulous in these playoffs, but Shesterkin, the season that he's had, the way that he has come on in these playoffs uh, from where he started 
that's a dangerous goaltender. That's you know that's a guy that maybe you'd like to avoid if you're if you're Tampa. So maybe you're hoping instead for uh, for Carolina and and just the way that uh, you know they've they've had such a great season too. But you know obviously the Lightning they score a lot. They like to be really offensive and um, and they have a great defense as well. But maybe they like the matchup a little bit better against Carolina. Maybe feel like they could outscore them a little easier than uh, than New York who obviously have some great um, offensive presences there that we, you know, we've been talking about all year, Chris Kreider, Banajad, Panarin, and on. So I, I would think if you're the Lightning, you're maybe hoping that uh, the Kings the get this done tonight or get it done in Game 7. Uh, and then least, the least of the problems that they would have is, uh, you know, which great goaltender they want to face. But I think the Lightning might like to avoid the circuit if possible. Again, uh, Christian Shelton joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Before we let you go, the Avalanche took care of the Blues last night, 3-2. For a minute there, you thought the Blues had it, uh, especially uh, towards the end of the second period with the momentum. But as we know, the Avalanche, they scored two goals in the third period. So now it's Avalanche and Oilers in that series. First game is on Tuesday. Break down that series for us. Do you think that goes the distance? Who do you think prevails in, uh, in, in that matchup? Well, I think the hockey gods have given us all a great gift in Nathan McKinnon versus Connor McDavid. And, uh, you know, no disrespect to Kadri or Leon Dreisaitl or the other great players that are going to be in that series. But uh, I think this is one that you're going to see so much firepower. You're going to see so many goals scored. Of course, you can say this now before it starts, and it'll probably end up being every game will be like one nothing. <laughs> but uh, there's just there's so much talent on both sides. So much offense. Um, I, I don't see this being a real defense-heavy series. I think you're. I think those goaltenders are going to be busy. I think Darcy Kemper and Mike Smith are just gonna. It's it's gonna just be puck flying because that's what both these teams do so well. Uh, and at this point, you know, you think about how far the Avalanche have come. There, it, it, it's one of those rare years, right, where we're really seeing like the top top teams and the top players really be the top teams and the top players. And this is a great matchup. Uh, I think from an offensive perspective, it's going to be so fun um, just to watch uh, watch happen. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. And if you're even the most casual of hockey fans. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think you'll be tuning in every night just to see uh, how these sides are going to be uh, exchanging offense. And, uh, you, you know, you've also seen some emerging, uh, you know, some emerging unsung heroes. You've got Zach Hyman in Edmonton. Look at the guys that have contributed uh, down the lineup for uh, for Colorado as well. Uh, Darren Helm, of course, his goal last night, a, a really big one. So uh, there's there's definitely the, the top-tier talent, but both these teams are sneaky deep too. So I really like it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm heading to Denver for it. So uh, I'm, I'm really hoping to, to see seven in this one. Fantastic. Great stuff. Kristen, as always, really love having you on. Uh, make sure everybody you tune in to ESPN and their coverage, and you'll see Kristen again, as she said, she's heading to Denver. Thank you so much. Enjoy, and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, Kristen. Thank you. Yes, you as well. Thank you. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.